Rizotinius back again for another poop episode. Today we're talking about probiotics. I think most people have a, an idea of what probiotics is, but but Tina, what what uh, what's the definition of probiotics and how can we use them? So the the definition. Let me start with that. So the definition of probiotics are live microorganisms which, when administered in adequate amounts, confer a health benefit on the host. And the host being whoever ingests those microorganisms. Right. So you and yeah. me, for instance. Yeah. So, but what also lies within that definition is that you're 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 technically not allowed to call it a probiotic unless you've shown that your specific probiotic or strain or brand um, sh has shown to have an, a, a positive health effect on whatever um, outcome. Right. Okay. So that's a part of the part of the definition. Um, and, and, and what we tend to think of probiotics today is just beneficial bacteria. But yeah, they has to be beneficial in some way towards something. And, and the whole point uh, with that is to say that it's very strain specific. Okay. So, so what's a strain? So a strain, when we, when we talk about a classification of bacteria, we have a genus. I mean, it's, it, it goes from being a broad definition to a very specific definition. We have a genus. Uh, let me give you an example. Let's take Lactobacillus rhamnosus. So the, the genus here would be Lactobacillus. The species will be would be rhamnosus, so Lactobacillus rhamnosus. Right. But then we want to have it even more specific. We want to know what what specific strain is it, because within those species you can have a thousand different strains. So we want to know specifically what strain is it. So so an example here would be Lactobacillus rhamnosus GG, and those last. Uh, letters or numbers that you oftentimes see when you have a strain specific probiotic that's that is really um, of, of high importance for knowing exactly what you're giving and and what therapeutic effect that might so have. So the GG designates the specific strain. Exactly yeah. And why strain, why strain important? So that's important because when you want to um, do when you want to research what probiotics can do for us um, you want to know exactly what you're what you're giving and what you're researching. So if you take a random probiotic from a health food shop or your supermarket or your pharmacy and you turn it around and you read the label, what you want to see there is all the sort of three names on the probiotic. Because if you only see, say, Lactobacillus acidophilus or you only see um, Lactobacillus acidophilus SPP, that stands for several species, you don't know exactly what strain you have in there and and then you when you try to apply it in research and you try to find out well what is this probiotic what can this probiotic do um, you're not able to couple it directly to the specific strain and the specific mechanism and the specific outcome so so we know we do know that when we study probiotics you can have two different effects of two different strains but they're actually within the same species Right. So it could have been another strain of Lactobacillus rhamnosus, to take the example before, and that strain could work against one thing, and the other strain could work again, not against that thing, but but against a, a second thing. Um, so so in order to target um, the therapeutic effects and to know that we're not wasting our money, um, we want to know what specific strains we're we're working with. Okay. So. Do we have some uh, do we have some suggestions for what people what what strains has been shown to to 
work in the in the literature against different uh, common uh, digestive issues? We do, um, and uh, it's a it's a whole longer talk to list them all. Um, but but the the point is also to just to say that it it doesn't mean when I say this about strain specificity, it doesn't mean that if you have a product that's not strain specific, that it doesn't work. It's just to say that we can more easily target and study and apply uh, those probiotics for whatever condition that we want to apply it for when we know more specifically what what is in it. So it doesn't mean that your your regular probiotic doesn't work. It just means that the likelihood of you uh, having to waste your money is higher when we don't know what's in it. So, uh, but yes, there has been been um, been various condition and various strains studied. I have to say that most of the uh, literature, the clinical literature out there, is 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 really not strain specific. It's beginning to it. They're starting to do it more and more because we're becoming more and more aware of of the importance of this strain specificity. Specificity, but um, but 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 still, a lot of literature is not based on strain specificity. So. So um, if we if we think about the most common digestive symptoms, uh, bloating and pain, constipation, diarrhea, those things, there have been different strains studied studied to um, be applicable to different of these symptoms. For example, with bloating and abdominal pain, a strain called Lactobacillus plantarum, uh, and then the strain designation is 299V, has been shown to reduce bloating and abdominal pain in certain um, people or in certain populations. If you have constipation, there are different strains that might work for that. Uh, so what are some of the strains that's been shown to help with constipation? So that could be um, Bifidobacterium lactis HN019. Uh, it could be, uh, from the example before, it could be Lactobacillus rhamnosus GG. It could be a species or a strain called um, Lactobacillus uh, ruderi, DSM7938. I guess we're putting these uh, in we'll, in the show notes. They'll be in the show notes. <laughs> uh, and then if you take diarrhea, it's, it's it's different ones again, at least for some of them. So then you have actually a probiotic yeast, not a bacteria this time, but a yeast. So that's a Saccharomyces boulardii. Um, and then the strain designation here could be CNCM um, L745. Uh, or Lactobacillus rhamnosus GG again. So that goes for more several conditions, but this is just to give an overall picture that you would apply different strains for different conditions. Okay, that's a great takeaway. I think that's very useful. Thank you so much, Tina. That was the final part of the conversation with Tina Johnson, though I'm fairly confident that I can convince her to come back on the show again. So thank you one more time, Tina. And uh, if you want to find more of Tina's work, you can find her website at clinical-nutrition.dk or you can find her on Instagram at Tina underscore clinical nutrition. She's also on Facebook. And as far as I'm aware, she's available for consultations, both in person and online. Next time I'll be looking to start a new series on micronutrients and where to get them in food. I'm looking quite forward to that. So that's it for today. Until next time, watch your poop and take care of your gut.